Michael Whittington. This is your love. This is your tasty cake. This is your Lena. This is your pretty woman. This is the woman that have always loved you, have loved you for over 35 years. It's me, baby. And I just wanted you to hear my voice every single day, feel the love in my voice. Know that even though I'm not with you there physically, you could trust and believe I'm there with you in the spirit. And I'm holding your hand and I'm kissing your forehead and I'm hugging you around your neck and I'm praying for you almost every second of every day. I got this beautiful prayer room that you know I've been working on for the last, I don't know, couple of months or so. I didn't realize, Mike, at the time, how much this room would mean to me, but it has meant so much to me because this is where I come and I meet God and I talk to God. And you know your wife, you know I talk to God a whole lot. I am his intercessor. And I've been on my face and on my knees. You already know I'm praying for you because, you know, you told me not too long ago, you said, Arlene, I depend on your prayers. Well, one thing you will always have is my love and you will have my prayers. So this is just, you know, a recording to let you hear my voice because I know you will even get more healing just from hearing my voice, hearing Jasmine's voice and Brandon's voice and Brian's voice, because we all love you so very much. I told you the, uh, the other day, last week, I mean, I, my love for you is so deep and it is so wide. And I always know I loved you, but I love every single part of you. You know, the other day we were together and you said, why do you love me so much? And I love you so much because you're such a huge part of me and I'm such a huge part of you. And the way I'm feeling right now is that we can get through anything. I don't care what it is. We can get through this thing together. I know how strong you are. I know how competitive you are. You don't never want to lose, and you're not going to start losing now. So I just need you to garner up all of your faith, all of your trust in God for yourself. Trust and believe God, because, babe, he got a purpose for everything. So I don't want you to lose hope because I'm not losing hope. I want you to hang in there and I want you to fight with everything you have because that's what I'm doing in the realm of the spirit. I'm throwing punches. I'm throwing kicks. I'm throwing everything. And I'm going to tell you something, Mike. God has really, through this whole thing, I know you're in the hospital there and you may be feeling alone, but know that you're never alone. But while you've been there, God has been doing some amazing things as far as restoring relationships. Your mom has been a great mother-in-law to me. I I, I can't even begin to tell you 
how this relationship between she and I had been restored. And that was the will of God. Tracy, your sister, oh my God, bae, the things that have been coming out of her mouth. I've never seen this Tracy, never talked to this Tracy, this Tracy before. I always knew it was there, but I've never met her. And I've, God gave me the opportunity to really talk to your sister. She talks with such clarity and such anointing and such power. I mean, I was just knocked off my feet at how the hand of God is so much on her life. So that just goes to show you, you know, you don't know what's going on in a person's spirit. And you don't know who God is going to choose at any time. You know, sometimes we look at people and we think we might be the first. But no, the word is true, babe. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. And I don't know what God is going to do in Tracy's life. I have no idea, but I know it's going to be great. Because some of the things that she had told me, one thing she said, she said, Arlene, I'm not even thinking about the past. I'm not even concerned about that. All we could do at this point is love from here. Then she said, you love a little bit here, you love a little bit there. And before you know it, the whole thing will be filled with love. When she said that to me, babe, I started to jump up in the middle of the floor and just shout and just dance because... I was just floored because I knew that that was the voice of God. And she has been, I'm telling you, babe, she has been steady throughout this whole thing. And we even talked yesterday and she said, you know what, Lena? The only thing I expect from you is that you take care of my brother. And she said, and I trust you to do that. You know how much that meant to me to hear her say that? It was just incredible. And then Marco, oh my God, I can't even say so too much about Marco Whittington because he has really been here, you know, trying to help me, trying to help Jazz and the boys as best as he could. He had to go home for a while and check on Sasha. But, you know, I, I understood that. He's supposed to be coming back next week and he's going to help me fix that sink, you know, because, you know, if you remember, we had mold and stuff underneath that sink. So... He's going to help me come. He's going to put a new flooring underneath that sink. So that's good because, you know, I've been wanting to get that taken care of for a minute. But, you know, he has been the best brother that anybody, brother-in-law, that anybody could possibly have. And then, you know, Judy, my sister, oh, my goodness, she's just been doing her best trying to take care of me, trying to take care of you, helping me make decisions, explaining things to me. Um, opening up the apartment to me because I did stay there for a while um, when you first went into the hospital because I felt like I just needed to be close to you in the city. So she just stocked the refrigerator with food. You know, we had placed me and Jazz had somewhere to sleep, somewhere to eat. She has just been just incredible. You know, and even mom, mom been holding steady. She haven't, um, you know, you know mom, she can act a little crazy sometimes, but she's been holding steady, and she, she's told me to tell you how much she loves you, and that she's praying for you, and she really does, Mike. She really does love you, and we all just want you to hurry up and come home. We can't wait to that day when you just come through that door <laughs> and come home so you can sleep in our bed, because, you know, right now, I'm sleeping in a chair, 
until you get home. But I'm I'm fine, you know, it's comfortable. And Jazz, sometimes she comes in the room and um, she hangs out with me. She's been, oh my God, your daughter is, I can't say too much about your daughter. I've seen Jasmine mature at times. I've seen her revert to daddy's little girl. She is such a daddy's girl. I just, I'm, I really had, had not realized it to now. Every time she calls your name, daddy, 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 she is calling you and she's, telling you to wake up and move your fingers and move your hands and move your toes and give me a wave. Man, she she is your soldier. She is your soldier. She is, I depend on her to do that because she got the tenacity to do that. And as far as the boys are concerned, you know, they the boys. They still playing their video games, you know. They kind of worried about their dad. They're praying for their dad and everything. But, you know, they being the best guys that they can be, you know, helping me around the house and helping me with mom and da-da-da, cutting the grass. You know, your young boys have really stepped up to be men. You would be so proud of them. Because what we're going through right now, sweetheart, is just a test. It's just a trial. And we're going to come out of this because God desires so much more from us. You know, last Easter when I gave that, um, that little sermonette, and I don't know if I told you, before I had to speak, I got on, I came downstairs to the room downstairs, and I got on my knees, and I just prayed and prayed. I prayed for each member of the family that they would see and know and understand a revelation of Christ's love, and I felt like after that sermon, I just, I blundered it up. I felt like, I don't know, I said, Lord, was I clear? Was I, did I stumble over my words? But I knew that my heart was in the right place. And I just believe that during this time of testing and trial for this family, that God is going to do a work in us through the Whittingtons, that this right here shall pass. We just got to take this thing a day at a time, a step at a time. And you and I together this time are going to step out on faith one step at a time because the Lord has already assured me that he has heard my prayers. I I have no doubt. He has put me in a place of righteousness. I have my whole armor on, my helmet of salvation, my breastplate of righteousness, my shield of faith, my loins girded about with truth, my shoes shod with the preparation of gospel of peace, I got the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God in my hand. And I am praying with all kinds of prayers and supplications and having done all to stand, I am standing. My faith is strong for you and for us. My faith in God is more now than I believe it ever is stronger now than what it has ever been. And we together, we are strong together. And we're going to get this, I keep telling you over and over again, that we're going to do this together. It's not Arlene going to do it by herself. It's not Mike going to do it by himself. But it's Arlene and Mike and the rest of the family is going to do this thing together. We're going to step out in faith together. And my heart just rejoices in that because this is what I've been praying for 
for such a long time. You know, the other day, me, Jasmine, Brandon, and Brian, we were all, they all came to my prayer room and we all prayed together. And each one of the kids said their own individual prayer. And I'm, what I'm telling you, I just couldn't help it. I was shaking all over like a leaf on a tree because this is what I've wanted for so long because I know that this is the desire of God's heart for us is to be a praying family, is to be a loving family, a loving uh, family that sticks together and holds each other close. And this is what God has given me even through this trial and even through this test because that's what it is. It's just a test. But baby, we're going to pass this test together. And I just want to assure you of that. I don't want you worried about me. How Arlene going to do this? How Arlene going to handle that? Don't worry about that. God got all of that in control. He got all of that already planned out. That is the least of my worries. Trust me and believe me when I say that. All I want is my husband home because we're still fairly young. We still got a lot of things to do. We still got a lot of places to go. And we still got a lot of things to hope and plan for. And I haven't given up on any of those things. And I don't want you to give up on any of those things. So I want you to don't worry. I want you to get well, fight hard, come home as soon as you can. I hate this COVID-19 stuff because if it wasn't for COVID-19, you know I would be right there beside you. So now I'm doing the best that I can do as far as FaceTiming you every day, check calling the doctors. You know, I'm calling them all day long. I'm calling the nurses, checking on you. How's my husband doing today? And every day we're seeing a little bit more improvement, a little bit more improvement. And so it's hard not being next to you. And I know it's hard you not being next to me. I know you don't like this. I don't like this either, but this is the safest thing for you. And it's the safest thing for me. And it's the safest thing for others. So we're just going to have to deal with it the way that it is right now. So, you know, don't worry about that. Just know I am peeping in on you. Even when you're asleep throughout the day, I'm peeping and I'm in my room and I'm praying and I'm with you every step of the way through spirit. So um, I got my notes written down here because I'm just trying to remember everything it is that I wanted to say. But I just wanted you to know, and I know that you all always know that I am praying and that God is working. You know, one of the um, sources of inspiration to me um, is the 91st song. That's what God has given. He's, God has given me several um, scriptures during this time. One of them, the most, the main one was now faith. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You know, this is just like that time when Jasmine was a baby and I was worried because we didn't have a babysitter. We had just fired that babysitter and we were sitting in 940 court and I'm like, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? I got to go back to work and I don't have a babysitter. And you looked at me and you said, Arlene, where is your faith? So I'm asking you the same thing. Mike, where is your faith? So make sure that your faith is intact because God is going to work every single thing out. He's working it. I mean, I am just amazed at what God is doing. You know, I just want to go back a little bit before I read 91st Psalm. I'm thinking about everybody that has been touched 
by this situation because this is just not about you, Bay. This is about everybody that is connected to us. It's about your mom, your brother, Tracy, um, the nieces. I talked to Jocelyn on yesterday. Let her know, hey, look, I'm still your God, mom. Still your God, mom, whether you like it or not. And you're still, you know, her godfather, whether she likes it or not. So I had an opportunity to sit and talk and minister to her. And it was just such a wonderful thing. And Cousin Sadie, bless her heart, she calls me just about every day because she realizes she's an intercessor on assignment. And she's been praying with me every day. Aunt Shelly calls me every single day. Uncle Frank, they call, they pray with me, they talk to me. They, you know, just keep me, my mind occupied and just keep me in conversation. I am so grateful for that. Because don't you remember I sent her a text right after Brandon graduated? And I think I read it to you. I read it to you because I was just sitting and thinking about how, you know, great that graduation was. And then the Lord put Aunt Shelley and Uncle Frank in my heart. And I had to write them to tell them that they was necessary. I don't know if you remember that or not. But I I sent them an email and told them how necessary they were in this family, not realizing just how necessary they're going to be. They are they have been the perfect aunt and uncle to us. They really have. I mean, they Aunt Shelly has been on her knees and she has been praying and she has been keeping in contact with me and checking on me, reminding me, you know, Arlene, you got to take your medicine. Arlene, did you eat today? She has been so wonderful, and I am so grateful to God for her and her husband and Kiki. And then what I say, Aunt, Aunt Cousin, Shay, Cousin Sadie, um, Aunt Shelley, um, Aunt Ethel has been asking, you know, and calling and emailing. And, oh, my goodness, your brothers, your UPI brothers, Rodriguez and um, Beeman and Fletch and um, I'm trying to think, um, Paler. They've been calling, and I think Paler got on the line with you one day. He saw you via um, Facebook, face um, doing the um, FaceTime, and he said, "Get up, wit! Get up out that bed!" It was so funny. Jazzy was just laughing. What you doing in that bed, wit? Get up! So you know he's been pulling and calling me and texting me. Arlene, do you have any updates? And Rod has been saying, "You don't know how close we are," and I really didn't realize until right now. Just how close you are with the, with your Marine Corps buddies. You got some good friends, Mike. You got some good friends. And they have really reached out to me and been there for me. And then your other brother from another mother, uh, Mark Nelson. Oh, my goodness. Mark has been so engaged. He got your name on every church prayer list that he could think of. <laughs> and he's texting me every day wanting to hear, you know, the updates and how you're progressing and whatnot. And I've been trying to keep up with all of these people that just love you so much. You have so many people that just love you. And I just want you to know that I'm trying to think of, you know, Rosetta and, and of course, Junie. And she, you know, Rosetta got you on everybody's prayer list. And then um, let me see who else. I can't even think of just how many people, Merle, Simp, Bernard, Johnny, all of them um, been calling and been text. I spend really most of my day on the phone. That's what I really do. I spend most of my day. If I'm not praying, I'm on the phone 
talking to people and giving them updates or they're even talking to me and or talking to Jasmine or the boys and encouraging J- Jasmine and the boys it has just been it's a it's been hard but it has been such a joy to see the love that has been poured out and Angie oh lord don't let me talk about Angie and Verlin oh my goodness Mike you know you got one praying cousin and Angie Peters one night one morning rather I was up at two o'clock and I was praying and I said to myself I said lord I'm probably the only one up at two o'clock praying for my husband soon as I said that the phone said ding and it was Angie Arlene, I'm praying. She up two o'clock in the morning praying for you. Prophetess Lynette praying for you. You know, calling me, telling me what the word of the Lord said. You know, Prophetess Lynette called and said, Arlene, the Lord has said, stand still and see the glory of God. And I've been holding on to that because that's what I've been seeing this whole time as I've seen relationships restored and things put being put in its proper place. I wish you could have heard your children pray. Man, let me tell you. They said some. I mean, I, that was the first time I ever heard all three of my kids pray. It was something to behold. I'm telling you, honey. It's something God is doing a work. You got to believe that. Don't doubt that. I know you may be saying, what in the world is happening? But don't believe that. God is doing a work. So I want you to know that I'm seeing change after change after change and everything and everybody. God putting everything in its proper place. And you know what else I did? I even reached out to Yolanda Powell. Yes, I did. I, first, I wasn't even um, thinking about Yolanda Powell at all. But I was on the phone and I was talking to Angie and I was sharing with her, you know, my intercessory experience and all the people that I've interceded for over the years. And she just plopped in my spirit. And at first, she was a little hesitant. She did not want to talk to me verbally. So I made it easy on her, and I sent her um, a text. And I didn't even know what I was going to say to the woman, because I'm like, Lord, what do I say to her? I don't have anything really to say. And then God gave me something to say. And what I said to her was, I talked about value, how everybody has a value. And just because they're not for everyday use doesn't mean that God does not value that person. So I told her, I said, you know, I value you. I'm grateful for the opportunity you've given me. And then you still have a lot of value in my life. I said, it's just like a piece of fine china. You might put it away, but every now and then you got to open up that china closet, take out that piece of stainless steel or whatever, that, that, that precious um, dishware, and take the tarnish off, shine it up, and put it back on display. Because you never know who God going to use. And that's what he gave me to give her. And I'm not quite sure of the totality of what that means. But I know it meant something. So I sent it to her. You know, like I said, at first she was a little hesitant. But she finally text, emailed me back. And, she, you know, she said thank you. And to tell you to, you know, she's to give you her regards or whatever. But at that point... You know, I was just done with it. I said, okay, God, I've done everything that you have asked me to do because I realized that my breastplate of righteousness had to be on firm. I could not let anything block my prayers hitting directly the ear of God. So 
that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been working in the spirit um, as you've been in the hospital. And I've been yielding that sword and yielding that sword and standing on the word of God like I've never stood on the word of God before and trusting in his promises. And that's what we both got to do, baby. We got to trust God. And you can't, sometimes it don't always, full trust don't always come all of a sudden. It's not all of that. It's a little bit here and a little bit there. So I'm just saying, trust God a little bit every day, as much as you can. Trust him a little bit here and a little bit there. And before you know it, you'll be walking in the full trust of God. And that's what I have learned from this whole entire experience. It's just how much he cares for us and loves us. And I am just believing and trusting for a miraculous turnaround, just not in your health, but for everything, for every relationship, because, you know, that's been on my heart for, you know, such a long time. And it's not just about you. You know, I was telling God for a while there, you know, I kind of lost interest in spiritual things, you know, wasn't praying like I used to pray and, you know, not even by myself, especially not with the intercessory prayer team with Tracy and Miss Odell, wasn't doing that and, you know, going to church every now and then, paying my tithes every now and then. I felt very much like I had somehow lost my way as well. But God has drawn me closer. He's drawn me closer through this experience. And I am more hopeful and more faithful now than I ever have been. I felt like I feel like I'm closer to God than I ever have been. And I can tell by the way that I pray. You know, when I'm praying, just the word of God just bubbles up in my spirit. It just comes up. And I some of the stuff I'm like, Lord, I don't even remember um, memorizing that that scripture. It just comes. And I know that that is the Holy Spirit praying through me. He's truly teaching me how to pray like I ought because, you know, that's the word of God. So I've been leaning on, you know, there's another scripture that says, lean not into your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct my path. The Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then there's another scripture, I think, in Philippians 4 that says, Be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. And the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep in our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I've been leaning. That's one of my favorite scriptures. I've been leaning and depending on that scripture as well. But the other day, you know, I started praying. um, I think it was Psalms 91. And I'm not going to read the message Bible because I know you don't like that. You you would rather hear the um, New New King James Bible because that's what you're um, mostly... um, accustomed to listening to. So I'm going to go to my other room and I am going to grab my other Bible and we are going to read the 91st Psalm together as soon as I find my Bible. I'm down here in my room and you would think that I would have all of my Bibles right here at my hand. And I am looking for them. 
I may have to go upstairs, honey, and grab it. So I am going to, let me see, what's this? Okay, yeah, I got it. I got it. So give me a second because I don't have my reading glasses on. So you're going to have to give me one second. I'm going to read the... I'm going to read the New International Version. That's closest to the King James. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save me from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover me with his feathers. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your one side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come anywhere near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord, who is your refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I just love that 91st Psalm because that 91st Psalm is such a encouraging um, scripture in the time of trouble. It lets us know just how much God is with us. So that's what I've been um, leaning. That's what I've been praying on. That's what I've been standing on, that he has rescued us by faith already. He has rescued us because we have known his name. So before I end this recording, I've already been on here, honey, about 30 minutes already. And I know you love hearing my voice because, you know, you and I can sit and talk about just about anything. It don't matter what it is, whether it's spiritual stuff, whether it's stuff at work, um, you know, whether it's anything. You know, we've always been able to just sit and talk and, and discuss things. And now it's no different. You're just hearing my voice um, over a recorder. And you already know where my heart is. You already know what my stance is in the Lord. And um, I know that you're going to stand with me in this because I don't know. I, I God is doing a great and wonderful thing. That's all I know, you know. Um, and even in this, he's doing a great and a wonderful thing. So I just want you to hold on to that. I just want you to repeat that to yourself 
that God is with me, that God is going to bring me out of this. And baby, he will. Actually, he already has, because the Bible says that, you know, we can go ahead and rejoice and shout now. We don't have to wait till the battle is over. We can shout right now. And that's what I've been doing. I've been shouting. I've been giving God praise and just giving him the victory because the God that I serve, baby, the God that I know, <laughs> um, the God that have worked so many times in my life for me, um, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that he has something greater for us. He has a plan that is greater for us because, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says that he has a plan for us, you know. So and he's going to execute that plan because it's a plan for good and not for evil. That's what it says. So um, I'm going to lean and depend on that. And I want you to do the same thing. You know, I want you to grab hold of my hand. I want you to get your mind straight. Don't let the enemy attack your mind at, at all. You know, gather up all your faith. Gather up all your courage. And come on, baby, let's do this thing. Because we can do this. We can do anything together. And even though we're physically apart, we are still together. We're together more now than what we've ever been. I even felt your embrace last night. I felt you just holding me around so tight I could hardly breathe. I felt it in the realm of the spirit. So I know you're holding close to me and I am holding close to you. That miles between us doesn't even matter at this point. I am going to come to D.C. today um, to the hospital and drop off a blanket and drop off this recording. Jazzy and I are going to do that. So I am going to be somewhere near today. And probably next week we'll be back in D.C. So I just want you to know that, you know, I'm going to be coming as close as I can come. But, you know, I just had to come back home for a little while, not just for mom, but just to be here for the boys, you know, because in many ways they're still little boys, you know, and they needed their mom. So I figured, I said, let me come back home and just check on Brandon and Brian and make sure that they're okay. And they are, they're fine. So I just want to let you know that. So um, before I close out this now 30, 34 minute um, um, talk with you, I just want to pray with you. Okay, Father, Lord God, I thank you and I praise you. I magnify your name. I glorify your name. You are worthy, Father God, to be praised. We put so much, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that when we say in the name of Jesus, it's just not something that's tacked on to the end of a sentence. But Lord God, that when we actually say and pray in the name of Jesus, that's when you get busy. That's when your anointing flows. That's when the Father is glorified in the Son, when we say in the name of Jesus. Because your word says that we can ask for whatever it is we want. You said that we can ask and we shall receive. You said if we knock, the door shall be open. So Michael and I both are standing at the throne of grace, oh, Father God, and we're asking and we're knocking, having faith, oh, Father God, that the door shall be open and that you will grant us our request because we belong to you and you belong to us. You abide and flow in us and we abide, Lord God, and flow in you together. You said, Father God, that the prayers of the righteous avail much. You said that the wife is supposed to cover her husband when he needs to be covered. And that's what I have done, knowing, Lord God, that I'm doing it, Lord God, in faith. And this kind of faith pleases you. So, oh, Father God, I am joyous right now 
that I have the opportunity to give you what you want. I have the opportunity, Lord God, to give, bring you some joy, to bring you some adoration and glorification, oh Father God, because you deserve it. You are Lord of Lords. You are King of Kings. You, Father God, is it's in the head of everything. You know how to go before us, Father, and make our crooked places straight. So I ask you, oh, Father God, in Jesus name, that you touch my husband right now, Father, in Jesus name, that you anoint him, Father, from the top of his head, God, to the bottom of his feet. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you restore all things back, Lord God, to where they were originally were. But I also pray, oh, Father God, for salvation. I pray, oh, Father, for justification. I pray for redemption. I pray for every crooked place, Lord God, being made straight, oh, Father God, in my life, in Mike's life, in this family's life, God, in the name of Jesus, that you may get the full glory and the full honor, oh, Father God, from our lives. God, you have been so good to us. You've given us the perfect kids. You've given us the, the perfect home. You've given us the perfect, Lord, relationships. Well, not all of them have been so perfect, but Lord God, you're perfecting it. And Lord God, you just, you've always provided. We've never lacked for anything. We've never grown hungry. We've always had clothes on our back. We've always had shoes on our feet. You have always been a provider. You have always, um, protected us. You have always kept us. And even now, there's no difference between then and now. We still rely and depend on your protection. We still rely and depend on your salvation. We still rely and depend on your promises, Father. So, Lord God, I thank you. You told me, Lord God, with Thanksgiving, make your request known. So that's my request. Total and complete healing in the name of Jesus. Healing, Lord God, in the mind. Healing, Father God, in the body. Healing, Lord God, in every blood vessel, every tissue, every organ. I speak healing to it, God, in Jesus' name. Because you have given me the power and the authority to speak those things that aren't as though they were. And I take full authority of my position. Because, Father Jesus, you have given me that authority. You shed your blood so that I can operate in that authority. You shed your blood so that I can maneuver in that authority so that I could speak in that authority. Even the words that you spoke, God, when you created the heaven and the earth, you did it, Lord God. Your creation, Lord God, was with a word. So, Father God, I do the same thing because I'm your child and I was created in your image. So, Father God, I create right now, Lord God, with the power of my tongue, healing right now, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray for wisdom. I pray for knowledge. I pray for understanding. I pray that everybody that comes and ministers Every, every hospital person, every nurse, every doctor that comes and minister to my husband, even touch his toe, that they will be anointed in the name of Jesus. I pray for a hedge of protection around him in the name of Jesus. Every fiery dart of the enemy thrown down in the name of Jesus. I pray for your miracle working power in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. I thank you right now, Father, because I know you're working. I thank you right now, God, because I know you're moving. I thank I thank you right now, God, because my trust and my hope, oh, Father God, is in you. It is not in anybody else. 
It is all in you. And I thank you, Father. Glory be to God. I bless your name right now, God, in the name of Jesus. I tear down every stronghold, God, in the name of Jesus. Anything, Lord God, that will come against me and my husband, I tear it down in the name of Jesus because it has no authority. It has no place. You say in your word that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Oh, Father God, I'm violent today. I'm violent for righteousness. I'm violent for justice. I'm violent, God, for healing. I'm violent for peace. I'm violent for faith, oh God. I'm violent, oh Lord God, just to be in your will, God, in the name of Jesus, knowing, Lord God, that I can, with the power of my mouth and the power of my tongue, shape things, oh God. Call those things that are as though they were. Change atmospheres, oh Father God. I do not take for granted, God, the authority that you have given us, God, in Jesus' name. So I speak, Lord God, into Mike's future right now, God, in the name of Jesus. I speak healing. I speak wealth. I speak, Lord God, just wholeness, Father, in the name of Jesus. I glorify you, God. I glorify you and I magnify you, Father, because you are Lord of Lords and you are King of Kings. Oh, God, open up the pathway, God. Open up the pathway, Father, in Jesus' way, in Jesus' name. Let the anointing flow, God, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, hallelujah, for the victory. I thank you, hallelujah, for speedy recovery. I thank you, hallelujah, for your righteousness. Oh, glory be to God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I bless your name. 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 Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I bless your name. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father. I thank you, God. Oh, I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I feel him, honey. I feel him, God. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, Father, that victory belongs to us. I thank you. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So I want you just to rest, Lord. I want you to rest, uh, Michael. I knew you would love to call me Lord, but I'm sorry. I was just in the, in the middle of prayer. But um, I want you to rest, honey. I don't want you to worry about anything. I want you to know that I'm grounded. I'm rooted um, in this faith of mine. I am missing you and I love you and I will be talking with you very, very soon. Um, I'm going to check in with you later on today and see your pretty face and just hold on to you. So, um, and I hope Lord God that you, you just, you, I hope Michael, you feel my, my, the warmth of my touch and the love of my heart and know that my love is very powerful. Um, it's powerful for the Lord and it's powerful for you, just as powerful for you. So um, I'm going to be checking in with you later, honey. I just want you to hear my voice. I wanted you to hear my prayers, you know, and I wanted you to just assure you of some things and um, and just let you know that, you know, I, I can be stubborn, too. I can be stubborn. You know, I can. I know you can be stubborn. But this time I want you to be stubborn in the right way so that we can be stubborn together. So together, you know, we're a bond that cannot be broken. 
So, because we got Christ in the middle of this thing. So, I want you to believe that. And I want you to know that I believe that and that everything going to be okay. I love you, darling. And like I said, I'll be checking in back with you, with you very, very soon. Okay. Love you.